El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. 2019 Latino as Fuck Tour. It's the Latino as Fuck Tour. West Palm Beach, Florida at the Improv. January 31st. We are going to Miami, are we not? Brand new improv, too. So you're going to be one of the first comedians there. Brand new club. February 1st, February 2nd. All tour dates on chingobling.com. Latino is fuck. Buenas con la chalupa. Welcome to another episode of the What Did He Said podcast. This your boy, man. Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo. I'm feeling good, man. I'm rocking my Patrick Ewan Pimp C Edition sneakers. Uh, so, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good, man. You know, I got some, got on some brand new kicks, you know, the Pimp C, the GOAT. And uh, shout out to my co-host in the building. We have the lovely... Sol. I was talking about Rob. I thought Rob. Was, <laughs> I was gonna go in the Rob GTV. You know, the lovely. I was yeah, about at the to same say, time. did you just skip over me? Like, didn't even acknowledge yeah, that. Even I was she was thinking like the lovely bearded Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Majestic beard, as Chris yeah. Stefano yeah. said. Yeah the, yeah, the fan is hit. He has his own fan for his beard. Oh. I do. Yeah. He, we have to light his beard, you know, so it glistens a certain way. <laughs> That's funny. But um, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, we're on a roll, man. It's 2019. We dropped the Luis de Alba episode. The first show of the tour sold out. Salt Lake City. Thank you, man. I'm excited. I just got back from Austin and San Antonio working on my material. You know, I was in the I was in the comedy gym and that, that was interesting. Some crazy shit went down. But um I'm ready for this tour, man. I'm excited. It's so cool though, because we we had in conversation, uh Rob had said, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be so dope if the year just kicked off with sold out well, shows thank, you know and that's so cool thank you that's what i say you put it on the universe yeah. right that, that and thankfully you booked me at a place first where i haven't been in a long yeah for comedy so it worked out perfectly yeah so you thank guys you. had been but never done comedy no 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 I've he's been. well he's been for music yes okay mm -hmm. long time ago yeah mm -hmm. so when's the last time you went out there babe? The, pff, that was easily 10 12 years oh wow that long it was okay. just random Damn. yeah it was just random they had this one uh like chicano rap mixtape mom and pop shop back when there was a thing called cds and record stores uh it was called 1g and um you know i vaguely remember how how it was set up but i remember salt lake was cold i remember they had some salt they had some lake they had a lot of <laughs> mountains actually i went to sundance i went to sundance oh for, yeah you did for philly brown uh the you know the movie philly brown and uh but mainly we were in park city mm. we only had one screening and that was dope because i was there with uh, participating in the movie I was in. And this year, uh, you know, hopefully I get to hang out with Adam Scorgi, mm -hmm. who I just saw his fucking documentary. Oh my God, that he's was on crazy. The, he's on the podcast. All right, so his episode is after this one. Right before this one. Okay, right. Okay, then you heard the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, holidays. Um, but I finally got to watch Ice War. Ice, Ice Guardians. Ice Guardians. Cool. He, they did a hell of a job. Man. Yeah. That's such a, like, I'm, I'm not even into hockey. But I was literally like, what the fuck? Like, the footage of these dudes, like, slamming into walls, getting concussions, like, mm -hmm. fucking teeth getting knocked out. Motherfuckers getting knocked out on the ice, bro. Yeah. This shit is, like, fucking MMA. And then when the guy broke down. No, but they even start taking, like, MMA classes. Yeah, they start. Yeah, yeah. they showed the evolution of this, of this role, this position on a team. But um, what fucked me up was when the, when the doctors were explaining what Adam explained, which is... Hey, man, motherfuckers getting hit in the stomach and getting concussions. It's not that you're getting punched in the head getting a concussion. They're going mm -hmm. so fucking fast. They're just they're yeah. zipping on the ice, slamming into shit. It's crazy. That's why I don't do hockey. <laughs> That's why I opted out. 
uh, once you get down into the rabbit hole of his other films, y'all guys are going to love them. Well, we couldn't find the other ones. Oh, really? Uh, not on Netflix, at least. Okay. I don't know if they're on... I think they're on iTunes and maybe oh, okay. Amazon. All right. But like the Culture High and the Union. That's the one we were trying to look up, really? but it wasn't on Netflix anymore. Or if it was at one point, it's not on there anymore. It was originally what we went on to look for. Okay. We'll, I, we'll look again. Yeah, look mm. again. But they're done so well. And then obviously the subject matter is like, your your audience, I think, would really resonate with mm. all What them. you trying to say about my audience, bro? They're open to Mother Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm you trying to you know generalize not at all you know because i mean the conquistadors came and they tried to crush our culture but you over here perpetuating differences along the lines of class and i saw roma no i haven't seen roma yet i know so i have been wanting to watch it right so i get to watch it about halfway and then he falls asleep i'm like it's not fun that's our time so it's like it's not fun if he's not up so I was, i'm almost like turn it off and if you're gonna go to sleep just turn it off and i wake up and there's a scene of a dude with his dingling out doing karate yeah and i'm like what the hell are you watching woman <laughs> you watching dingling uh karate porn what is happening but we need to finish watching it and speaking yeah. of roma we just we were just there we were just there <laughs> yeah so it was a nice little family trip too that Pretty we dope. uh First time all four of y'all were there, right? First time all four of us. All four yeah. of us were anywhere. That's true. Yeah. On a plane. Good it's point. actually our first family trip. Wow. I just the, thought about as it as, a, as of all four. Mickey's had the opportunity to, as, 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 a, as, as three. a three. Yeah. yeah. So y'all are gearing up for this tour and y'all took a baby on a family trip. That was my tester to see if in the future. If she's ready to tour. Yeah. She'd be ready to tour. <laughs> and honestly, she's cool. Yeah, I didn't, she did good. She did good. And she's five months. But, and she's uh, five months, and I think she did really well. Like first, she there was no shit on the airplane, you know. There was no, except for that one little. I took part. A shit on airplane. You did. Yeah, I'm just playing. <laughs> she's like, she's like the baby didn't shit on the airplane, and then I get on like. Uh, no, like, no, you, no, I mean her like face, you did. No, like, no, would you say? No, 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 not like uh, that literally. But she just didn't give me no shit, except she for just, a little no, pee, a little an park in earache. Yeah, she was land, she, it landing. was almost like a dog. It was creepy because she kept doing this to her ear ear. like her ear like almost like she didn't know what's going on she just kept hitting it it just made me think of a dog because you know how dogs when something bothers their ear they'll just kind of hit it that's what she was doing so my girlfriend um, had told me to kind of let her suck on on my boob and that kind of helps with the popping oh. so I, i'd let her do it as much as possible and so yeah the whole cabin got a nice little uh peak show. <laughs> so she was cool though other than that she was entertained i mean until She's she felt super asleep. alert like she was you know like little crack be- between the seats oh yeah she was like looking at the people behind us like being nosy yeah like, she kept looking at the guy in the back turned around and said she goes, your daughter's so cute she's, she's saying something she's, she's she's something. this little one she just kept looking back here. she just kept like through the like a little peeping time <laughs> <laughs> peeping game what y'all talking about back there in that row so but yeah you, you're right though man like we were actually gonna we're gonna that we were actually gonna go to Reynosa before Mexico City. So that would have been a, like a seven hour drive and we're like fuck dude, like we've been so busy. Like he was really hyped up and I felt bad at first because well, he was really I wanted, hyped to go. I wanted to take a break and get inspired. Be around some Mexicans. And I just couldn't do it. My grandmother just moved back Reynosa. to Reynosa. Yeah. So they sold their house here and she my grandfather passed away, so she decided she wanted to go back. And so everybody was going to kind of do a pre-Christmas over there mm-hmm. since she's not here. So I was like, man, I'd love to go out there. 
And then it was like, the more I thought about it, it was like, whoa, we're going to go on a trip. We're going to come home for one day, two days. I'm sorry. And then we'd leave out of town. It was again. just too much. It was too yeah. much. I couldn't. I mean, just work over in general is overwhelming, but sometimes like you don't sit still and it's almost like the, the true vacation, which we really haven't done would be stay your ass in the house, turn off your phone, take naps and like order in, like just relax. A staycation. Like, Do you know, it's funny. Ride your bike in the sun, bro. My babysitter. Okay. Check this out. When we hired her, it was right as we were planning the tour, right? Probably that. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where the idea of hiring a babysitter came about, right? Was because we were overwhelmed and we were trying to be take turns being babysitters. And put a tour together. And then put a tour together. Okay. So initially i told her i only need you three times a day because three times those a week. three times i'm sorry three times a week <laughs> 9 a.m a day. go home yeah Noon, go <laughs> home. uh three times a week i'm sorry and you know and that's all i could offer you right now because we got it we were cool yeah. after that you know oh no we're, yeah we're and parents. then it was like we we're this. parents we, we got, got this. this and then it was like oh my god there's something to do every day to get before we get ready for this tour and then i was like Hey, um, I know we only asked for Monday, three, Wednesday, Friday, Friday but los martes, what about oye, Tuesday? How do, your, how do your Thursdays look? And then it was like, she's been here holding Monday through Friday, holding it down inside the wow. house to help with the baby. House and manager. House man yeah, she's a house manager. So I told him. Because <laughs> I'm my tour said, manager. You know. I, said, I said, she's literally the house manager. I was like, because she holds it down. she'll hit us up with inventory. Like, hey, man, y'all out of tortillas, bro. Like, what's up with these beans? Yeah. Bro? I can't make you dinner if I yeah. don't have one. No, of, she does, what really. kind of fucking cilantro is this? Get man, this I told her here. the other day, I thanked her so much because I told her, I said, I, have, I don't know how I, how I did it before she came. You know, like she... I just got a bunch of dope managers, man. I got a podcast manager. You know, I got a tour manager. I got a house manager. I got a yard manager. And I, I thanked her, and she said, "Hey, when I first started, y'all said that um, this y'all was y'all's take a break. this was y'all's break time. Downtime. She goes, I've not seen y'all take one break. She goes, like, not one break. She goes, so where? When is the actual vacation? I said, hmm, Mexico City was it. Maybe. We weren't really checking emails and no. no I didn't shit. check not one email. Remember, I, yeah. you said you said. No, um, Nothing. I sent you guys an email. I said, "Yeah, I'm not checking." I not checked one email. Good. When That's, is that? When did y'all start booking the tour and hire her? When was that? I started in February last year. No, 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 August. Oh, okay, August. And do you feel like we should have started? Like we're gonna start earlier next time? Yeah, I still think. I I always think. Okay, so check this out. I've learned with every year. Mind you, this is this is not my profession. This so ain't I've, my profession either. This is not my profession. <laughs> you know, I am a sign language interpreter just, by know, trade. I mean, shit, I'm just, you know, we're just kind of good at it. You know what I'm saying? We there make it go. look good. Yeah. It's my, like my you, bad. You went to school to get one degree, but you end up doing. I went to college. Totally something different. Isn't that degree. crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I went to college to rap. <laughs> That's true. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has a degree and then fucking starts rapping? Yeah. So like other rapper friends are like, damn, man, you rap pretty good. I'm like, man, I know my verbs, man. I know my, you know, my pronouns and shit. I know what an original <laughs> premise is. You know, so that's, that's funny. True. I've never heard you say it like that. Yeah, it's 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 that's gonna be a new joke, like part of a a big segment in this year's tour, where I'm gonna talk about like, wait, how did you go from a rapper to comedian? Like, you need to address the elephant in the room. And how so, did you go from someone with a business degree to a, yeah. a to a rapper? Right. Although you've talked a little bit about that, but yeah. still, it's still crazy if you yeah. kind of think about it, right? Because you get asked that every time. I'm sure somebody yeah. interviews I'm a, you. Uh, and I'm I don't know where I'm gonna go with the joke. It might be like one of those. Like, yeah, I went for four years, and you know, like, you know. Like, almost like some goodwill hunting shit like you know I, I snuck in that motherfucker you know like they don't they didn't know i was there but i was in that bitch learning or something i don't know yeah but, but um so prior to that i i thought 
because I kind of, when I started helping him, I kind of helped him midway, right? So a lot of the stuff he was kind of doing on his, he was doing most of it on his own. So I just kind of channeled in I was on what he was doing. diving into comedy. And then I was like, yeah, that's, that doesn't work for me. And I'm like asking him questions. He's like, mm, I know as much as you know. I was like, all right, cool. So then I started kind of paying attention as I would go into, because obviously I'm such a chatter. I talked to more people at the comedy clubs, like the managers, and I'd kind of ask, how does this work? How does hey, that so work? so like, she'll pull out a paper. So what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a question. Mira, este papel, mira, watcha. Aquí, I'm a little confused because the teacher didn't explain. Yeah, basically. No, I told you the story, right? No. We're like Googling she, stuff. We were like, Googling stuff. As I, I Googled his first contract. Well, because... Like, I mean, his, his first negotiation, I did it just based off of Google. No. Man, I'm glad you ba- said that. Basically, Google did it. No, uh... No, like I have experience. Like I know, I know, like a little bit about contracts. I know not. I'm not a lawyer, but when it comes to like music business shit and just in general, I know what to look out for. Because I've gotten fucked over, mm-hmm. so it's certain ways of trying not to get robbed. Mm-hmm. But you fucked over. But you yourself said that um, the comedy contracts are totally Some of the different. Ter- well, you know what it is, though. Honestly, honestly, what it is is um <clears> in my music career. I didn't have an agent per se. I wasn't approaching, I wasn't working with venues in that capacity. It was mm-hmm. more like there was a promoter, there's a middleman who was just kind of contracting me and then I show up to the cities. But um, if I had been doing more stuff with like House of Blues or more stuff with a venue like like the Improv, then I'd probably have this type of paperwork and I'd know the terminology more. Or whatever. Well, neither one of us knew the terminology because I thought he did because this is his his thing right yeah we were in our in our first apartment that we lived in and i was sitting there in the middle it of was the- her apartment I, I just left my toothbrush <laughs> yeah. and my drawers over there. yeah he did. Was. i was like well shit what are you finna what you what you, what you finna do you finna go to work she like, can i borrow your car let me drop you off yeah. <laughs> it was my you know, matter of fact make a copy of that key why you bullshit um no when i did hand him the no key, key though, no d hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how i got up in there that's a new shirt oh my god uh, what do you call it? So anyway, um, mm-hmm. we uh, so we negotiated the first contract based on like stuff from uh, Google. So I I did what is this versus that? What yeah. is that versus this? And then I was like, got it. Okay, we got it. All right. And he's like, all right. And he goes, I think it's right. I was like, okay, cool. So we both just went off of that. And then the um, they countered. And I was like, oh. okay, they countered. All right. So then I'm like, okay, mind you, the only negotiating experience I have was in my, 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 I had a job placement agency, right? So when, um, for the deaf and hard of hearing. Oh, okay? okay. So, um, there's diff- there was, uh, there's a few other agencies that are solely dedicated to the deaf, right? And we had a, you had to kind of bid for contracts with Walgreens who would, mm-hmm. um, hire deaf individuals to come work and so forth. So the only negotiating experience that I had was with Walgreens. Was with Walgreens. Was <laughs> negotiating to win those bids, which I did every year. Not ah, to brag, but <clears throat> I did win them every year. So that's you know I had that like I experience. said, man, she had her own business and her own apartment, <laughs> and, I, and I pretty much let her know, like, look, no key, no deal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of I just kind of took that. So we just kind of countered, went back and forth, and then it was like, hey, we did it. So. Long story short, that's kind of how we started. So I started in the middle of things and taking over. So I've learned with every year. This year, I thought I was ahead of the game by starting in August. Mm. It was still not. So it looks like 
it's going to have to happen in the month that we're off, like almost July. Where yeah, so our off time off, is really work time. It's yeah, really right? work time. <laughs> But that's look, when it's gonna have to start but look we can't, we can't complain man I, i'm loving the way this tour is kicking off i mean from the visuals the execution like I, I want people to look at you know the photos of it and how the the poster and how the merch booth looks and the banner and shout out to david melgar like creative director you know i know i know my weaknesses i'm not finna style myself and take pictures of myself you know what i'm saying I, you got to get the right photographer and, and all that and um you know off top like you know for instance let's say you have like a like fluffy he has his brand his image his look his persona and and his fan base and you got um you know like your mike epps or kevin hart you know just different different comics have different approaches i want people to look at my shit and be like man it, this motherfucker sell cologne god damn it yeah you know what, what you selling man some tequila what's going on man because you know but i'm just proud of where the material how it's coming together it's fucking salt lake city sold out we hit Florida after and that. And you know, the, the great thing is that we improve every year from the tour, the merch, your material. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything improves every year. Uh, the podcast. I'm going on year five. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, boy. But it's we, you've improved. I got to see uh, Pete. Uh, second show. Right yeah, maybe? wait, wait till you hear this new material. You're gonna compare it to whatever. The it fuck. was funny. The the uh, uh, the. So I saw him do his second comedy show, ever. right? Ever, mm -hmm. and so I was surprised that he invited me to go because he kind of didn't want me to see his first show. So I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I'll go." Well, and it I'm, was San Antonio, you know, and I was trying to see, you know, <laughs> what's up with that Riverwalk balcony. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, I swear, this boy. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you trying to say?" So what you trying to say is you packed a lunch? Is what you trying to say? Uh, but uh, anyway, so. I was like, oh, okay, he's got potential. I see where he's going you with it. You were like, it. five years from now, he's going to have I a was like, stellar okay, hour. He, he's, stellar. He's, okay, I see there's potential. And then it was like the next time I saw him, I was like, okay, you're improving. So it's cool. I, was, I tell him this every time. I said, it's so cool that I've literally have witnessed like his, his comedy you know, career. Evolution. Evo yeah, yeah, exactly. I did a podcast, yes was it yesterday? I went to do that podcast Tuesday, Tuesday oh, yeah, with Cool yeah. Agenti and uh, Mike. I forget Mike's last name. I just met him. But um, I was popping big shit. I'm on there talking, man. I'm like, look, man, check this out. Like crunk, like fucking because I just like I said earlier, I just came back from San Antonio and Austin, uh, you know, hitting the stages, peeping the scene. Shout out to my boy, Chris Tellez or Tellez. I don't know how my fucking want to pronounce it. But uh, he represents Austin, man. He's doing his thing. And then I went and hooked up with uh, the homie uh, Rick Gutierrez. I first learned of Rick when I saw him open up for Fluffy and killed the fucking arena. What is it? NRG Arena. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Fluffy has several openers. But goddamn, you see Rick and it's like, whoa. I, I really see the energy, the, per the passion, the persona, the funny. Like, that suit's fucking hilarious. And um, I got to work with him a little bit. Kind of like, almost like a coach. You know what I'm saying? So... All I'm saying is motherfuckers is in trouble this year. It's 2019, and we popping big shit. And to think it all started just by Googling something. When people would ask me questions about marketing or ask me questions about even business in general, the first thing is like, well, how do you even approach that, right? The first thing I'd always say is take out your phone and Google it. How do you build a business plan? YouTube. Google it. Yeah, seriously. That was your answer, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's where everything starts. Like, if they take the initiative to at least do that first and then ask questions, then I take them more seriously. But if they don't, like, you haven't even Googled it, man. You don't know where to start. True. 
So when comics that's ask like you me questions, with, that's like me with music producers. Like, hey, fool, um, in machine software, like if I want the 808 to like, they're probably <laughs> like, bitch, get on YouTube, motherfucker. Yeah. Get off my goddamn email. Exactly. Yeah, cool. it's weird how things work out, but I'm excited for this tour. It's going to be awesome this year. We're going to, to different cities. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how oh yeah works no out. i'm pff, hey man and i was talking big shit on that podcast bro i need to get a copy of it and i need to maybe say some of that shit here but um <clears throat> basically i was saying like look man there's either two ways this shit could turn out when when motherfuckers say so you used to be a rapper but now you're doing this comedy thing either you used to be a rapper you're doing comedy and you're not taking it serious and you're not all that you're kind of whack or b i don't know what the f- i don't care what this dude used to fucking do god Damn, people pissing their pants, like jumping yeah, out yeah. the aisles, like mm. leveled, destroyed your fucking room, and you're doing your fucking thing so you can perform in front of anybody. I don't give a fuck if it's old folks home, all black room, all Hispanic, all Chinese. I don't give a fuck. Um, like Montreal comedy, like festivals. You could just put him on stage. He's got it from there. I don't give a fuck if it's military base. There's no limitations because we know the work we're trying to put in. And that's what the fuck. I got, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a motherfucking bee. Soon he's going to have a right hand and a left hand. Hey. You're like, dude, you're really psyching yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be your own hype man sometimes. No, it's it's great to, to because that's the thing, man. Like, the, the the cats on the podcast, they mentioned like, well, you know, there's YouTubers and Viners and you, you got the Hodge twins. You got all these people that all of a sudden. I was just thinking of them. Well, you know, you got all of a sudden you got influencers and Viners and people who are doing like a daytime show at a, at a comedy club and it's all ages and is it really a meet and greet or they, they get critique like, bro, he went up there for 15 fucking minutes and he's like, meet me in the lobby, bring your money or whatever. <laughs> and the way I look at that is this. If you're Mr. Oh, I used to do, you might know me from this, whatever the fuck it may be. And now I'm just kind of finessing y'all and I'm just getting money. You're a fucking fraud, you're a fucking bitch and you're fucking whack as fuck. And you just... I don't know how you even sleep at night because you're just, you're not even putting in the work and you're whack. Like if you know you're unoriginal and you're just fucking whack as shit versus, oh man, the guy, I don't even know if he used to YouTube, Vine, I don't know what the fuck, but goddamn, this guy is hilarious. Like everything, stage technique, the writing, I mean, holy shit. You know? And it's not like you're trying to escape your music past, right? Oh no, no, no! You you can't kill the horse that you motherfucking rode in. Exactly, on. yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm it, I ain't gonna and, lie. And it's on still, the back burner, and, and, yeah. And it's on the back burner because you haven't had time. And I'm a but parent, it is, and yeah. But people might get. The <laughs> I was in Mexico. No, <laughs> people might get the misconception that like, oh, he's trying to, to run from his past, and that's no, not no, the case no, at no. all. No, and you know, again, this comedy, this new comedy material, I'm addressing like, you know, it's like, hey, man. It's a miracle. And it's like, I don't want to like Give away spill the, the beans, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to, there's some funny shit where I address like, I used to be Chingo Bling. Now I'm Chingo Bills and Chingo <laughs> Kids, Chingo, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm married now. Uh, but yeah, man, we're going to address all that. It's fun. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. I'm, we're bringing some funny comedians and, and Bryson Brown. I just saw him post. He's a comic here from Houston. Uh, we got him on like a bunch of dates and um, I just saw on his Instagram. He's like, man, I'm on like 10 of these hoes. Yeah. And, uh, all the comments are like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Because he opens up for Bruce Bruce. I mean, he's making a name for himself. He's super funny. Go back like 10 episodes. He's on the show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's super funny. And uh, it's going to be a treat to, uh, you know, have him join us on a tour. And uh, you guys know we roll with heavy hitters like straight number straight killers. Yeah. Uh, 
Funny motherfuckers, man. And that's so, how you get funnier, like they say. You it, follow these good acts. Exactly. And shout out to Jerry Garcia, man. I just saw him headline in San Antonio at the LOL Comedy Club. He did his fucking thing, man. That, that's my big... <laughs> hey, I only teased... Uh, we had office hours the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent... Uh, I put it on Snapchat. I mean, on Instagram story. And I covered the dates. Uh-huh. And I just put, Jerry, about to send your deal memo, right? Uh-huh. And then he's like... What dates are those? I still haven't even sent it. It's been made, but I need to send it over because I, I just <laughs> Busy, man. we left and I didn't. Uh, we needed to go do something, so we yeah. had to leave, hurry up and leave uh, Starbucks. And it was funny. I just shut it down. I was like, some of this shit we might have to figure out how to delegate. Yeah, at some point. But anyway, go on. So he's like, "Hey, fool! Uh, you never sent. You it. never sent it. <laughs> you told the world, hey, but you fool. didn't tell me. Huntington Park. But hey, man." Shout out to Jerry, man. We, we kicked it, dude. Like, I was surrounded by so much comedy. Like, we went to eat at a uh, fucking Twin Peaks. The, you know, the fucking, the white chulas, the white uh, Ojos Locos. Yeah. Uh, we went to eat after and uh, talk more shop. And uh, it was cool to see Rick and him. Like, Rick was like, man. Rick was very impressed by him. He's like, damn, Chingo, these are the type of cats you're rolling with. You know what I'm saying? And we need to have Rick on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. So, we'll, we'll get with him. You know, that's the OG. Uh, that's Mick. I'm Rocky, uh, Customato Tyson. Oh, oh okay. Nah, good references. Nah, I learned so much, man. I, and it, that's why you know, that's why I'm so hype about the tour because, you know, this is my big project. This is the product. This is what we're trying to cook up. Like it's like this is the album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These jokes, this show, this energy, this this vibe, this look, everything we're fucking bringing. I just can't wait to unveil it. Uh, some of the merch uh, signage that we that we had made. I gotta go pick that up. Can't wait. We got to pick up merch samples. Like, it's all trickling in, but I'm super excited, bro. Funny you say that. That's like right here on my to-do list. Yeah, bro. I can't wait to pick just... Pick up samples. Yeah, I, I want to rock the hat. I want to peep the shirt, the jackets, all that shit, man. It's so, going to be dope. I can't wait. Answer me this as, a, as an outsider. Pretend that I'm just a complete fan and don't work with you guys. Is it always the goal to tour an hour and then film it? Or are you pretty selective about that? Um, For me, my goal is have like the hottest five minutes then the hottest 10, then the hottest 15. Make sure it all goes together, it all flows. Hottest 20, hottest 30. That's how I'm building it up. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, most comics, I mean, um, if they're at that level, then a lot of times that is the, the game plan. Especially if you're able to, if you have a situation where you have distribution, you have a deal, you have a budget, you have like the partners to where, let's say you're Bill Burr and I. Uh, He's one. He's like one of the big names in comedy. So let's just say he's a fucking Jay Z, somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a Nas. He had. If he puts out an album, there's there's business there. So obviously, somebody like him, to him, it's more pick and choose. Do I want to go with HBO? Do I want to do it independent? Do I want to do Netflix or whatever? But um, you know, with us, man, we have we have options as well. But I just don't want to get ahead of myself. I just I'm just so proud of um, the level of quality. And I think you'll know to too. Like, okay, this is something that I want to film. Yeah, and eventually, eventually, you got to set it free. And plus, I'm about business. Mm-hmm. And if you're hearing in my voice how how fire this shit is gonna be, uh, how it's gonna come together, then you know I'm gonna be ready to set it free and package it once it's ready, right? Once it's like, okay, bro, you got other shit happening in your life. There's more shit you you know to talk about. That hour is, is done. It's baked. They're slaying these cookies. Yeah. Hey. So right now, Showtime and Netflix is listening. Like, oh, be ready. Yeah. Be I ready. mean, you know, we're living in an innovative time. 
you know, so really there's all kinds of options and I'm willing to take risks and take chances. So you never know, man. I just heard about Vimeo on demand. Like yeah. you could fuck around, say, hey, man, dollar ninety nine, you could rent it or two ninety nine, you could buy. It. I mean, there's so many options. Mm -hmm. I bought a Gary Owen special off his website for like five bucks. Dude, and I the, love Gary Owen. The file. Yeah, he's dope. The file went to my computer. Nice. So I didn't know you could do that. There you go. There's more than one way. Hey. Tons of ways. I done thought of many ways. From CD Baby to Spotify. Hey. There's so many ways. Yeah. But so I'm excited, man, because um, like we were saying earlier, there's traditional comics. There's, you know, there's a lot of traditions, but I'm something else. Yeah. I'm trying to be the perfect storm. You're an anomaly. You know, I'm the perfect storm. I'm, I'm, I'm the butterfly flapped his wings off the coast of Africa and it's hitting that moisture and it's picking up steam. If we know I'm a motherfucking storm, bro. So go and get your batteries and your flashlights and your water and your rafts because, I mean, we, we bringing it. We coming in splashing. Have you guys uh, brought any normalcy into your life since y'all so busy with the tour? You, you guys peeping anything that's interesting, any shows, any First of all, shout out, shout out to our backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not uh, neglect Koshita Axelrad. <laughs> <laughs> um, if this was a coffee shop, it'd be so popping. It looks like a daycare, but... Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna put the little like the what are they like the lights what are they called Edison bulbs the little Christmas Edison bulb lights make it look festive maybe okay. like a little fire pit thing some nice seating right now we have a multicolored uh, we are the world uh, fence <laughs> happening it's like the we love Houston side. it looks like a taco well, cabana the, let me tell you looks like the a thing is, stand I like was it. so tired <laughs> of having to go find cool walls to take a yeah. picture take pictures by so I told Pete I Chinga I said why don't we create our own backyard to be where we take pictures that way when we hire photographers come to my house for real. in my backyard and i treat it like it's it's another room right so you're gonna have to furnish it and all that right. but it's a nice space we already have the astroturf it's a nice space to where the kid the babies you know can hang out man um, y'all can take some cool summer pictures back we there. could color back there we could yeah. have wine we could just i can't wait like but then I, again it's houston so we're probably gonna be getting fucked it up was funny mosquitoes. yesterday i was telling him i was like what can we do to keep these damn mosquitoes away what yeah. did he say with the mosquitoes the one where he she talks like nutty professor oh what's his yeah. name uh, what, what's, what's the boy on the goddamn the boy that had the uh the thing on his head? What's the uh <laughs> the what's the name? You know the uh so, Disney. So, so if you learn English, right? Oh, here we go. From a person who speaks that way. Like mosquitoes. Uh -huh. So right? you could be a little girl from Mexico <laughs> that say mosquitoes. That's how that happens. What are you going to do? She's a perfect storm. You're, I'm not. That's Shingo. I'm not saying. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he makes fun of me. It's Jerry too. Hey fool, you talk like. Damn, hey, yeah, like he makes fun of me <laughs> too. Yeah, he's like, you talk different so Texas, right? Hey, wait, no, it's different in Texas, right there. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He clowns me. He's like, man, you have a very thick. Like, I mean, Texan you know, we from, we from the south, south baby. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No, I feel like. I mean, we we saw that early on in the music business, especially some of the people that i'd roll with like other artists or djs and some were on the you know when it comes to like using the n-word but you're mexican but like over here like in your neighborhood in houston that might be cool like people that know you but you're in fucking salt lake or yeah. somewhere they're just like whoa Ooh. so houstonians are different <laughs> like we'd have grills and just i had already like lived in new jersey so i kind of like knew big picture like hey man like my boy frank 
Mm. He he sometimes be n word this n word that. And we're like, hey man, we're we're in we're in East LA. You might want to chill out, or like we're in the studio with random people and they're just looking at you funny, <laughs> and you don't you don't even notice. But um, anyway, everyone's asses puckers up. Yeah, the, like, the first time I went to New York, we were on the subway, and so I asked the person next to us like. I don't even know what it was. And he just stared at me. Mind you, the, you know, the New Yorkers are known to be rude, right? That's what their whole little thing is. So I was like, okay, he's not responding. I guess it is true. New Yorkers are fucking rude, you know? And then he goes, you're not from here, are you? I was like, no. Wow. He's like, your accent is so like thick and i was like and then he looked down when he said it he's like damn girl you thick like your accent <laughs> you thicker than the texas accent girl. check this out <laughs> speaking of that i was walking the baby the other day walking the baby rob i'm pushing a big old stroller with purple right? hair and white yoga pants <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm like on the phone with my aunt and it's funny because she's like we're having this whole conversation gossip. and now you hear, yeah, gossip. it's just like, I hear like just honking. And my, it's like, who the hell that's honking? I was like, Oh, I'm freaking walking down the street, you know, on the sidewalk. Yeah. And I was like, and these cars She's are like, just, I'm honking. in the third. I'm I got on third. white yoga pants. I got purple hair. <laughs> I was like, man, they, they have, they like, think I'm on the, they think I'm working. They think I'm on the clock. <laughs> I was like, they have absolutely no dang. It's no. so funny because that's exactly what their thought was. And you know what's funny is like traditional folks from Mexico, like maybe our babysitter, she she probably wouldn't do the purple hair off top because yeah. she's probably like, ah, they're going to, you know. They don't do no color for the most part. It just depends. But depending on where you're from, sometimes that's like a little risque. Oh, yeah. Like, like my mom wouldn't do it. My sister got purple, uh, like the bottom of her. like The tips. Uh, yeah, almost. And my mom was like... You know, it's so funny. My sister asked if I was having a midlife crisis because I wanted to dye my hair pink. Artemis? Yeah, Hazel Artemis. Hazel Artemis. At Hazel underscore Artemis. Her real name is Cynthia. But she was like, are you going, like, are you going through a midlife crisis? I said, no, why? She goes, why are you dyeing your hair pink? Well, she's corporate America. You know, she got a regular job. And we're like social misfits. We, uh, That's the best way to put it. I mean, think about it. It's like this is my man cave. This is my garage. This is uh, this is what I do. Like, it, you yeah. know, I show up places. You know, yeah, like people with regular jobs, and they probably like, wait. So, so you go in your garage and you cut on the microphone, and and then you be going to cities. I don't. I'm so confused. Yeah. You know, comedian or comedian? I was thinking about right now when uh, we were coming back here to work. I told Penny, "All right, boo boo." I said, "Mama's got to go to work, right?" And I was like, when she gets older, it's going to be funny. Like, I can see her, like, knocking on the bank, like, coming back here. Coming back here, you know? Yeah. Like, are y'all, like, it's are like, you baby, almost done? I already told you. She'd be like, Daddy, what do you, baby, I drip sauce for a living. Okay. <laughs> I spread vibes. And, you know, we got game for sale, basically. You know, she's going to be wearing the chingle bling baby attire. Right. Career day. What is, my on. daddy drips finesse for a living. <laughs> she's hilarious. That's how he keeps a roof on our head. Speaking of your sister, it's funny. My soul said uh, she turned her Instagram account private. Oh, yeah. She's getting so many messages. That bad? What? Yeah. Like a lot of messages. Maybe because we were like, did her whole commercial. Like, yeah. Look, man, she's single, bro. Look, she in the house right now making tortillas, which I lied. I made that up. It doesn't matter. It's fucking Uber Eats. Because I still, we're trying to get her. Trying to get her out there in 2019. Come on, baby. It was funny. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, she's like, I've been. This is before she had heard the podcast episode 
So she's like, it's so weird. She's like, I've been getting all these requests. She's like, it's really weird. I just, I don't know what, what's happening. And I said, have you not heard the podcast episode? She goes, no. I said, we totally mentioned you. She's like, ah, that makes sense. You know? And now she's an avid listener. Yeah. Yeah. And I made a clip that we didn't even use. I just made it for fun, but it's one, it's like the the whole minute of uh, you talking about it. Yeah. I might have to put that up. (laughs) I'm going to have to go through the text and find the video. If I, yeah, I think I sent it. (laughs) Someone sent me a message and um, they said that um, they never really like cared to look at the podcast. Like it's an it's an app, obviously, on mm-hmm. the iPhone, but they've never really cared to. They didn't know what it was. They just never cared. To, like they were not podcast listeners. Yeah. So they didn't care for it. So she said that um, she decided to get on and she's like, well, what are this? What is this podcast that she talks about? And then Chingo's talking about what is this? So she says she listened to it and she's like, oh, my God. Your she's sister? Like, no, no, no. Some oh, some oh, okay. some a follower. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm obsessed with listening to it. She's like, now I can't nice. wait till the next episode drops. And I thought that was pretty cool, right? God, like, y'all are doing that. Like, y'all are introducing this to people that just have never even opened that app. She said, that's exactly. She said she's and never opened the app. Some, some of these improvs where we started, they'd be like, I live up the street. I've never stepped foot in this place. Or, or the improv people saying like, we've been in this neighborhood or this area for the longest. And a lot of these folks, we couldn't figure out how to get them in. Mm. so that's just it, you know it is what it is you know mm-hmm. we we you know we got a whole nother little little vibe happening with the demographics right and uh we said that we were going to start uh doing these um you know i told you people will send me messages and ask for advice for sure we need to start doing that little segment because i'd love to hear feedback from like uh, like the listeners what they would have what yeah. opinions they or what advice they would have maybe we'll what up, advice you guys would yeah. have for these people or maybe we sure. set up like a google um it, there's different ways right i think theo vaughn he does maybe like a google voice and you can actually hear the person mm-hmm. ask them. Oh. It, it's more work like either they send a video hey man gang gang i want to know blah 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 um but then it's, you know, then you got Joey. He just shouts your name out yeah. or whatever. So we, we could do it how we want. Well, I said I would keep it anonymous to these people who've oh, been okay. sending me. that. Not, I'm not going to put their names out there. And they said they were they gave me authorization. Well, damn, it sounds oh. like they want, like, some for real uh, help. Yeah. yeah. They, hey, man, don't, 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 don't tell nobody who this is. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep this between us. It's funny because I wonder, like, I mean, for the most part, I have it together, but... It's funny that people reach out for, you know, not funny or just crazy how people will reach out for advice. Uh, Like, what would you do type of thing? And it's like, hmm, I'm I'm glad I, 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 uh, well, you know, sometimes it's easier to analyze a problem. when It's not yours. Right. Yeah. Outside. Total outside. Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to tell me, she's like, uh, when I used to work at her hair salon, she's like, and, and that client would tell me what's going on. She's like. She's been my client for I don't know how many years, and she's never gotten that deep, like, like that. <laughs> you're deep just of, a receptionist, and I'm just, I'm just. She goes, and you're, you know, you, I was at the receptionist at my mom's hair salon, and they'd be like confessing everything. I was like, Mom, did you know that? Blah 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 blah. Fifteen year affair. No, with. and she'd be like, really? She goes, she's been my client for. She's, she's like, never told me that. I said, well, she just told me. You know, it was. She's funny. like Monica Lewinsky has been getting her <laughs> hair done here. <laughs> had no idea and that's that's kind of what this reminds me of it's like these people feel like they can come to me which is pretty cool so thank you to all the people who do send me what would you do yeah you're kind of like a therapist when you do this and what would Soli do what would Soli do it's a new wristband yeah so i think that's uh pretty cool so i guess at some point we need to uh kind of touch base on these questions that have been coming in i just kind of been like hey hey but i've all of them i've asked permission already so when we do do it Mm -hmm. they've all have they've all given me their 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 written uh release you can go we'll, ahead and do it yeah. on the podcast. We'll just find a way to like 
figure out where in the show like if it's in the middle like something you cut to or the yeah. end save it to the end or get it out the way in the beginning yeah yeah however we want to do it mm-hmm. especially on these hanging with the blings fan question episodes which those are like two different ones that we're going to be doing on it like we today the day we're recording this we just dropped the first like full fan question episode and this is kind of like a hanging with the blings but the the fan questions could also be a different type of show shit i'm confused now so <laughs> a hanging with the blings episode versus a it's just a Q&A. Yeah. The other one's like a Q&A. And Q&A this rather, was just yeah. whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. just hanging out. Yeah. The bread and butter. Getting together. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Sold out. Thank you. The salt in the lake is right Thank here. Thank you, Lord. Where's are you going to be nice? Like, are you going to be good now? No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I get a little overwhelmed sometimes. You know, when you know you have like a, like a, almost like this is my big project that, you know, is my material. I guarantee you that I'm going to interrupt him if, he were dating anybody else. They probably would have took me into like a psychologist. <laughs> but really, here's the thing is, um, long story short, man. Uh, you know, I know it's necessary for me to get this act, just this comedy, you know, hour or whatever to where I want it to be. It's just going to take a lot of time and focus. And, uh, as long as I know I can carve out, you know, a couple hours out the day to, for the writing and everything I got to do, uh, then we cool. But, um, you know, I'm getting into that groove. And so sometimes I get a little antsy when I'm just like, I, I it's like you feel like you procrastinated. And now it's like I need to go study. Well, th- what I was trying to tell you before you were like, wait for it. What I was trying to say is, you know, for a fact that I put the baby to bed between eight and about nine thirty. Mm-hmm. She pretty much is out by 10. Right. Yeah. It takes that long. So. Even if you don't get it during the day, at least you know that during that block of hours, you're able to be, to go do your study hall, as you call it. So that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. So instead of being, having a little hissy fit all day about not being able to get your study hall in, at least you know, you put, was look. You getting a little fussy. I'm, I'm, he needs some milk. Sign language, Sometimes I need to get tucked in. In sign language, you milk. go like this, like put it in, like embedded in yourself like yeah, put it in there it. like look at it and okay. remember so, okay i know that from eight to ten you know, so i just need to know what time is our kick it time it's ten okay usually because so, so after you're 10, done so eight to ten this is gonna be our schedule well eight unless 10, you don't get home. to do uh, no i'm saying unless unless you don't get it during the day because yesterday you were feeling like you didn't get it because no, we were so I busy it, i had it scheduled for the evening so it happened. oh you did yeah, oh i'm sorry it, i thought you were trying to get it done during the day no and I, had, you were I had it scheduled but it looked like it was going to start getting pushed back just because it's like, oh, and oh, can you make me the bottle? Or like, hey, it's like, hey, man, I got I got to really fucking focus. Like, it's driving me nuts. But um, as long as I know what time our kick it time is and my study hall time is, then we cool. Well, if you get it during the day, then our kick it time is always as it is hey, after the baby goes to bed. You know, really, I could just sneak up on you. and We could just start <laughs> kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> We might give you, you never know. Sometimes you can sneak in a little kick it session in the daytime and you ain't got to wait till nighttime to kick it. But, uh, you know, we good. As long as I, as long as I have my daily time set aside, like no distractions whatsoever, I'm going in. Like I'm either like memorizing my script, I'm rehearsing, I'm open mic. Uh, Which we know. talked about this year. That's what we were going to work on is how we yeah. set our podcast time up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is. Mm-hmm. So that that's the same way you do that. It's the same way we need to we need to handle how you'll be doing study hall. Do you come back here for study hall? 
Yeah, this is new. I barely did it yesterday, bro. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a great idea, though. Well, I learned this shit in high school, man. I mean, I, she says most people do study hall, but I lived on campus. All high schools. Did you have study hall? In high I lived school? on campus, no. though. You didn't. Uh-uh. It's so just on. You, it's on period. you. It's on you and your parents. To you already have study hall period, man. Yeah. They must have taken it's that you away. You went to that good little white school, <laughs> right? Maybe. It's probably I guarantee. Fucking yeah. what kind of school? You probably went to white school too. Oh yeah, it was, it was pretty. It's out out in the country. White, you know, country school. Mm. We didn't have study hall. Well, let me explain what my version of study hall and then you explain yours. So up until eighth grade, I went to public school. Long story short, somehow, some way, I snuck on the bottom of a ship. And I ended up at a prep school in New Jersey, like super fucking white. And all of a sudden, school was a challenge. It wasn't public school no more. It was difficult. And basically, I lived on campus in a fucking dorm. So from 7.30 to 9.30, something like that, 7.30 to 9.30, the entire school shuts down. Like you can't even hang with your friends. You can't watch TV in the common room. You can't be on the phone in the hallway you can't be on your bed basically open your door to your dorm room be at your desk and crack a fucking book do your homework or study for the test whatever it is you need to do your fucking vocab whatever uh science whatever you can't be like can't have headphones you can't be lolly lollygagging so that was like a new thing but what it taught me by the time i did go to college and shit like that is you can kick it have fun procrastinate you could do all that and you can actually enjoy it more and do more of it as long as you have your little work time set aside and you stick to that. Once you fuck over your study hall time, now you're gonna be stressed out. You're gonna you're not gonna be prepared. So, and I'm also, teaching I'm teaching my fifth grader that. Where also ours was an actual period, like so. So you had seven periods, and one of them was like study one hall. of them was study hall. Oh. So it was like, and and my senior year, I was pretty much done with most like all my classes. So there was nothing for me to study in study hall. So I would go down. I think I told you this. But I'd go down to the attendance office and I'd go help down there. Oh, the attendance lady. Pet. Yeah. yeah. I'd go down there and help her. So it was like, hey, Marisol. Yeah. <laughs> fuck? She Hi, got Ms. a Will. key to the office. Yeah. Hey, hey Miss Wu. Just rearranging these filing yeah. cabinets. Basically. Changing so. these grades. NBD. Yeah, yeah, but so the main the main way I took it is... I'll let you get back. The main way I took it, because I saw you fucking with your watch, is... um. It's basically like parents, are, I tell my fifth grader all the time, look, it's my job and my duty. Like, I need to be more strict with you because it's not up to you sometimes. It's like, no, no, no I'm just going to play with slime real quick. I'm just going to watch YouTube. Or I'm just going to, I still got a shower and then I'm going to eat. And okay, look, we need to carve out this little fucking time. So it's easy when it's stuff like she's learning capitals and states to where we set that time aside and she was getting it. So it's like, see? You know, so it's just a way it's like a um, if you can if you're telling yourself, hey, man, you know, like in college, some people it was their first time with any kind of freedom. Your parents aren't there to tell you to do your work. So some people went fucking nuts and they just did party, party, party. My motherfucking ass is like, oh, cool. What time the party start? Bet. I'm gonna see y'all there. I'm gonna get this shit out the way. Well, that was that was my concern, too, because my parents were so strict. So when someone they're so strict and they're always they're like hawks watching your every Same move. Here, yeah. Okay. Except I knew my personality. So the person I picked as my roommate, who is the girl who um, lives in Spain now, um, she was so disciplined. So she graduated a year early from high school. So she already had that, you know, that discipline to sit at home Damn, and study. Damn, a year early. How'd she do yeah. that? She went to summer school and took oh. all classes that she needed to be able to graduate. So she should have graduated 2001, but she graduated 2000 with me. 
So she was disciplined. And it was funny because I'd be like, Hames, um, so so-and-so invited us to come over to their um, pool. You know, do you want, she's like, well, I kind of got to study for this quiz. And I was like, Damn, she's so she right. was self-disciplined. She was yeah. self-disciplined. I was like, damn, she's right. That was not. And, and then I'd go to my room and I'd have no choice because who, you know, it's like, damn. It, this shit applies, like, it applies to everything. And I'm going to just use stand-up as the example, which is, you know, if you want to be more confident on stage and just confident with your career, you got to be what? Prepared. Mm-hmm. And I now, like, like I was saying, man, I kicked it with Rick. He was showing me some writing techniques and, you know, showing me how to approach, you know, the game. So now it's almost like I know how to study, if that makes sense, or I know how to write a little bit better and uh, perform and just a bunch of shit he taught me in a day and a half. But um, I look at it like, hey, man, some comedians or people in 2019, period, if you're not going to be ready to be self-disciplined and stay on track with your goals and put your fucking horse blinders on. 2019 is going to kick, eat you up and spit you out. And fly by. Yeah, it's going to fly by. You're be like, fuck, I didn't do shit. That's why I like goal setting and, you know, just being self-motivated and, and knowing, being real with yourself, like knowing your fucking weaknesses, like know, know your own bullshit. What is it? Be aware here. Huh? This is our quote from Fedia Fridays. If you have subscribed to our email list, Fedia Fridays, we send, you, we send you like a personal story or a current event. You know, we type it up. We get you quote of the week, music of the week, you know, new shit I'm listening to. Um, and we tell you what cities we're coming to. And, and if you like want to be a part of it, join us. Just go to chingobling.com, sign up. My motherfucking Fetty VIP list, you know. We're going to do prizes and giveaways and, and, and shit like that. But the quote this week is, the first step of change is to become aware of your own bullshit. You got to keep it real with yourself and you got to keep your ego in fucking check. You have to keep your ego in check. It's for your own good. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's just... That's just me speaking to myself as a, uh, this is a note. Like I did that podcast the other day. They're like, man, like you're really humble for somebody who has like so much shit going. I was like, look, man, I'll be shooting myself in the foot if I start to believe my own bullshit. I'll just, no, it's not going to work like that. I know where I'm trying to go and there's only one way there. (laughs) You got to fucking work and no excuses and you know, you know what you got to do. Yeah. I don't know if the, the Book of Five Rings is where this is from, but the, the quote that goes around a lot of uh, Rogan Circle is, once you understand the way broadly you see it in all things. Whoa, whoa, slow it down. Once you realize what? Once you understand the way broadly, you see it in all things. Broadly? The way. The way. Broadly. Yes. Then you see it in all, in all things. things. What does that mean? Like when you, once, once you, you under- see it in the big picture. Yeah, like, like, like example. Big- like what you just said right now. Like once you understand that in 2019, you got to be self-disciplined or it's going to fly by you and do shit, then you understand that in all things. Like me and my baby, we got these journals. You know, passion we, planners. We, we, Not we, just journals, passion planners. So we got this passion planner, and I, I recommend it, but just any kind of goal-setting tool, um, whatever it is your thing. If your thing is you got a journal every day just to get your ideas down and not fucking be panicky and overwhelmed and fussy. You know, sometimes we get fussy when we don't know what time kick-it time is going to be. Um, and we both do it. I, I'll be, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm really bad. I'm, like, annoyed by it. And that's the it. ego for me. Sorry, go, go finish. No, and it's be hey, I have something <laughs> funny to tell you. Um, so the other day I'm like talking about this couple and I'm like, yeah, like like this. Like I'm totally dogging the couple and I'm like, not dogging them, but you know, I'm like, yeah, they do everything together. Like they go to the store together. They, they go friends. out together. They don't even have friends. I'm like, and then I, I'm just looking at her like, 
you you do know you talk like that's About what us. we are and she's like eating cereal or something and she, as she's saying it, it's like i mean what the fuck then you get a lot and then she realized like oh fuck, that's us <laughs> i was like that's so us and i just went to go give him a hug i said because we're so used to because she'd be egging me on you know what i'm saying <laughs> my baby keeps me focused but you're way more organized than me and that's been a huge uh help you know um, you know, she got me my fanny pack too to help me get organized. But like the passion planner shit, I'm not. That's not. You know, I'm chingo bling. I don't. I'm not a passion planner kind of guy. But uh, but no. But again, man, if you hear it in my voice, man, we're not playing no fucking games, man. I've been telling y'all for the past six episodes, like this tour, we have a big vision. That's one of my uh, what you call it, New Year things, resolutions. Esapel. Um, is bigger vision, bro. Hey, man, we ain't got time to lollygag. You know, we, we got some surprises for y'all. We got some fucking surprises for y'all, and we're putting in the work, and we're bre- shit's brewing, in you know, under the scenes. You know, there's some shit in the email right now. It's stuff we're not announcing yet, but uh, we got big shit popping, man. And I want to be, you know, that's why I'm putting in the work, because I want to back it up. I'm not bluffing, you know? And, and I'll give you an example. In the gym, I was jamming a little Drake. Now... We get it. Drake is a Nickelodeon guy, right? We know he really ain't a gangster. We, he's Canadian. What's wrong? Why are y'all hating on him? No, that's what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say is this. Is I was jamming him for a reason. Oh. It's because he's a fucking winner at the end of the day. Say what you want to say about him. He's going to back it up. Speaking about that, I, I forgot who told me. Uh, I don't know who I was having a conversation with. I think it was my little cousin. Mm. I think she said... Oh, I can't relate. I can't relate to like Khloe Kardashian or or or, or uh, the Jenner. What's the one that's making all the Kylie, money? Kylie, Kylie Jenner. She's like, I can't relate to them because you know they come from money. I was like, mm, no. I said, here's the big picture that you need to see. It's okay if you don't relate to them because one, it's not their fault. They grew. They they come from money, right? It's like they were just their parents. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know, did it. But two, you got to look at the business side of this. This girl got smart. She used her platform, what she had, and ran with it, right? Mm -hmm. So she saw the big picture. She saw the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm going to do this. I'm I'm trying to peep your platform. (laughs) This boy. See what's going on with your opportunity. As, as cars are honking <laughs> say and her hair's pink say girl and I was like man they probably thought you was a porno chick pinky <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a black porno girl with pink hair oh, and, oh my uh, god I'm not saying y'all built similar Chinga would say but that. uh hey maybe they like pinky and the pink hair may, you know subconsciously uh it's like you was throwing it out there like oh shit she might be on that pinky stuff um but Latinos <laughs> fuck tour Salt Lake City <laughs> Sold out. Yeah, but what you were getting at is, yeah. So Drake saw the big picture. Kylie Jenner saw the pi- the yeah. entire Kardashian crew saw the big picture. And you know one thing about the Kardashians is, is I'll relate it to the comedy game, which is this. With the Kardashians, sometimes people are quick to critique and judge and not peep game mm-hmm. and peep the big picture, which is, oh, man, she just did a sex tape. And they just got a little reality show and, and the daddy's a, a tranny and, and uh, fuck them hoes. Mm-hmm. They just show off their ass all day. Yes and no. Yes and no, dick, like Jerry was saying. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yes, at, um, what is it? On the surface, sure, you're absolutely right. There was a porno tape and all mm-hmm. this other crazy shit going on in that family. However, <laughs> if you peep game 
as fame as a commodity and the power of <coughs> leveraging social media <clears throat> and and just the big picture in terms of like entrepreneurship like wait there's an opportunity there with your demographic and the makeup and so on and so forth so if you apply that to the comedy game sometimes people are quick to cat comedians are quick to categorize other comedians like oh he's just a real grand valley comic or oh he's just a one-liner comic so it's mm. easy for him to just do his little one-liners or oh his gimmick is this well hold on the average consumer just sees is he funny or not yeah so it's binary to some people some people's either is it funny or not sure so with the kardashians if you know too much you'll critique the show like oh my god my brain turned to mush i didn't learn anything this that's this is so stupid but to the average consumer, it's probably, oh, super engaging and entertaining and informative. And I learned what kind of fucking cookies they keep in their jar. And I, I look at the, the decor in their house. For and- me, it's different. So I'll come back and tell them like, hey, you know what Kim did on her app? You know what I'm saying? Like for me, granted, nothing that they do is informative, you know, or beneficial to my brain in any way or form. But... Game wise, that's what I like about it too. But you're studying it and deconstructing it, is what yeah. You're doing. It's game wise, these girls got ga- their mom. But I need to go, I need, I need for Chris Jenner to hold some sort of workshop, a butt workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Who She's got doctor? a booty too. I she, think she, she, she owned and getting it. She owed and getting it. What's old boy? Old boy, she with? Uh, I forget what his well, name he, is, yeah, but he, he's young. He'd be doing his jumping jet. He said, Man, let me hit this jump rope just to make sure my heart rate. You know, I still got the circulation happening because, you know, mm. you know, I got, you know, she's what, 60 or something? I don't know. She's up there. He's like, man, I got to make sure I come through, you know, represent for the rent. You know, if not. She's got a, she, she got her booty done, but she don't, she doesn't flaunt it. She just wears, you know, what she yeah, wears. You know, she's, she's, yeah, she's got, she got grandbabies. Yeah. But, um, but um, she needs to have a workshop. That lady needs to, that girl needs to, that instead of her book about the Kardashians, she needs to write a business book. How to workshop that ass? How to how to workshop your kids? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, well, the more the, I mean, it's not so much like what kind of workshop. It's like she she is putting on a workshop. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a ton of business examples where it's like, okay, how do I peep game, and how do I apply that to my business? And really, what it comes down to is the simple shit: doing your homework, the goal setting, you know, staying focused. Like ninety, like um. Like sometimes success itself could be a curse. That could fuck you up if you're not mentally strong enough. So the bomb that Tiffany Haddish had where it went viral, she's like, this is going to be on TMZ, TMZ, ain't it? And people are giving her a hard time like, oh, she ain't funny, this, this, and that. Well, number one, preparation. Do your homework so that that don't happen. Two, now you just learn from it and where's she going to take it from here? Because you just have to be mentally strong mm. so you avoid trying to get in those situations where you're like fuck that joke didn't work she was also drunk i didn't know that until after the fact that's a big factor that's unprofessional very unprofessional. i'm so glad you don't drink uh but you know what's funny let me tell you something i sit in the back right so i control the music and do all that at the shows i know if chingo has had one drink two, two drinks, drinks how lit or if he smoked or something happened and then I'll get uh, and then he'll get off the first little segment and then I'll text him and be like you good he's like yeah and I'm like okay did you do something like you know what I'm saying like did you partake did yeah He'll be like, man, I shouldn't have had that little shot. Man, them pins, man, that oil pin, the the vape pin, that shit, that shit's a mind eraser. Right to the dome. But but here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, 
in order to to do what we do like to go up there and be engaging and make people feel a certain way and be focused and make it feel like a nice fresh performance like man this isn't even a monologue you have to be present you have to be in the moment and it isn't necessarily always weed or wine or anything that might throw throw that off but you could be in your head you could not have confidence maybe you had a rough start to the day maybe you had too many motherfuckers in your face really what it comes down to is like preparation mm-hmm. and just that experience and doing your homework so that when you have proper mic technique and proper stage technique and and you know your fucking script inside and out and you know your attitude your energy your confidence then you then it really you can't even blame the wine or the weed then it's like man that muscle is so developed so that's how i look at it like for instance me going on last and doing a solid 45 or a solid hour that's a different muscle that needs to be developed. You know, that's why I host. I come in and I come out. But, you know, we're, we're building it to that point, And there's just so many different little, you know, that's like the calf muscle. Like, hey, man, you got to go hit your calves a little bit more. From a, a fan point of view, right, I think um, because I get to observe the audience, I think the audience, from, from, from my perspective? perspective, they like that he comes in between the comics only because they... I get. I think it also gives people who are late that opportunity of like, oh, I didn't miss his entire set. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. miss one part of it. I'm not saying be late. Yeah, don't be. But late. I don't, don't be, be late because uh, it interrupts the show. But um, and you're missing some dope shit. Yeah, and so, but I think that as a fan experience, I think that they like that they see him several times. You know, but but I think he's i told you the other the other the last time when you tried it one time i said i think you're you should try just doing it all by yourself like let's try well, it this new material flow i need to show it to you when you get a chance this new material it, it's it flows in a certain way that it's it's going to be just so solid and stellar that you're just going to want to see it in a big chunk and i'm even going to pitch you Maybe even breaking it up into A and B. It's like two big chunks. Like this is more relationships and this here is more whatever. Um, so I need to show it to you. But um, anyway, the point, the fact of the matter, man, the shit we're really trying to say is 2019 is here, is yours for you, for you to get whatever it is you're trying to get. And I even have one of those 13-week calendars with nice. I'm kind of slacking on it because, you know, it, it's not up on a wall or anything, but it's a way to keep track like jujitsu, it, it shit's been hectic with jujitsu. <laughs> but study hall, I could control that. I can take yeah. my ass to a coffee shop or back here, and I can carve out two hours. If I can make it to a specific set time for a class, that's when it gets fucking iffy. But um, I that's think- my problem right now. It's like, um, so I do time. my best to make it to spin, and I do my very best to make it to the con- uh, the conditioning class at the jujitsu place. Spin happens more often than the conditioning class, but it's true because I was telling him I was like yesterday. That's why I, Peloton bike, you know, you can get. Oh on yeah, people love that thing. But we already discussed yeah, that. I know. I know, and not not only that, but I even have a membership to Nine Rounds, uh-huh. which is um, there is no set class time. You oh. go in and you start, and you not. I mean, they're closed at a certain time, and they don't open to a certain time, but. You go in and get your workout at your leisure, and there's going to be a trainer there, and, and there's going to be the bell ringing, and, and there's a thing you're supposed to do. Uh, and even that, I haven't really made it to. But, you know, we've been, we was in Mexico City. We, you know, we got a nice backyard. Yeah. Uh, 
We've been busy as a motherfucker, and, and uh, Latino is Funk Tour is finna be lit. Getting Really, that's my main thing, bro. You know. Well, this month alone, you're super busy. We're just out of town for two days. You're going to be out of town next week. Yeah, and then the show start. Like, and then yeah, January's so every done. week you're out of town, <clears throat> babe. So shout out to Austin, Texas. I will be out there with Jeff Shelley and Bryson Brown. Bryson Brown at uh, the Cap City Comedy Club. I've never been there. I've never performed there. It's not an actual tour stop for me, but... Y'all get to see me work out some new shit. That is actually on the Tuesday. On the, the 15th, the yes. The 15th of this month. This drops on the 30th, so they will have missed it. Fuck. Well, hey, if you went, thank you. <laughs> and I'm curious as to... Um, What's up? I'm curious also, we're going to Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering um, if oh, we're going we, to get to... In this case, we went already. We went already. Oh, yeah. 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 But go on. Yeah. Well, I just... I want to know if we're going to be able to go uh, snowboarding. No, no, no. We It's all about carving out time because shit like that, I've never done that. So I look forward. That's like that might even be a joke. Like I just look forward to those experiences because, number one, it humbles you when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um, Are you going to sne- uh, ski or snowboard, babe? No, no, no. I want to snowboard. Skiing sounds like you I controlled falling. As, as um, coordinated as I am. I couldn't do I couldn't do skiing. It was my brain just didn't get it. Like have I have you ever done that? No. My brain didn't get it. Now the snowboard. My brain didn't get it. <laughs> it just couldn't. I, it couldn't get gone. Oh my the getting god! Getting wasn't She'd be like, forget it. I, I was like, brain. I'm get not it. even gonna. I'm not even gonna go. <laughs> my brain wasn't getting it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> and I was on the slope, and my brain wasn't getting it. <gasps> yeah getting him on the slope uh, is going to be another thing let's see if you'll really do that because he doesn't like heights hey he doesn't do heights i mean it's not going it's not a zip line right it's controlled it's yeah it's, it's not a roller coaster it's not going to just whoosh, drop chris delia just has a video he put up on his instagram you see it about skiing uh-uh. it's ridiculous if you follow him go check it out i don't want to spoil it okay, mm, okay. Wanna, yeah he's funny i want to yeah. see that oh he did one where he's like, hey, man, want to go? Uh, I fucking love that clip. The breakfast one. He's like, no. He goes, I do the same thing every day because I know what I like to do. Hey, man, do you want to go play football? Nope. See you later. <laughs> hey, do you want to go on a trip? No, thanks. It's yeah. so funny. Did I not? Did, haven't we had this conversation that. Keep I, it simple, man. I, would, I told him, I was like, I am so proud of myself this year because I told him, I said, I don't want to go anywhere for Christmas Eve. I want to stay in our house. I was like, I don't want... Because usually you feel obligated to like, mm-hmm. oh, we got to go. <clears throat> and you're going out of your way. And I know it's time for family, right? But this was our first year, us like little f- four, you know, four of some, you know? Family, yeah. And so Mickey and us three have had plenty of Christmases together, right? But this was the first time it is all of us as a unit, yeah. you know? It's Penny's first Christmas. It's Penny's first Christmas. First so I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more personal. So it was like... You know, I, I didn't want to offend anyone. I didn't want to. And I was like, like in my brain, it was literally like, okay, how am I going to do this without no one getting be, mad? You can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. Like I even told my mom, I said, this is what I'm going to do. You're more than welcome to stop by. I have no problem with you stopping by the house, you know, but I'm not going to your house. And we told his sister the same thing. We're not going to stop by this year. We're going to have it at our house. You know, we'll come by and visit later. But I was so proud of myself because we did it. And I felt not a bit guilty. Usually I'm like, damn, babe, we should have gone, huh? What do you think? He's like, no. I'm like, you know, he's good at it. He's, hey, he's way I'm, better I'm at it than me. I'm the same way as him. Man, I'm, he yeah, is good at it. Over it. Just really, man, look. Uh, 
you know, I've been away from the family. I mean, you know, my family's my family, but I don't know if it's that, what is it, a narcissist sociopath or something? <laughs> but um, there's just like this weird part of me where like sometimes I get in my own zone, especially when I was like pursuing the music career, like just forcing music, like nonstop, 24-7, that fucking type A personality, compete, win, win, go, go, get it done, get it done. To where it's like I missed a lot of weddings. I missed like uh, you know a lot of not Christmas like not like stuff. my parents' birthdays and sisters' birthdays stuff like that. But you know sometimes like oh toda la familia se va a juntar acá la you know la hija de quién sabe qué has a quinceañera that you know you never met them. But no, nah, I'm like Chris D'Elia on that one. Like I can't. We have shit. Christmas was iffy because we we had a pack for Mexico City. It was one of those like, uh, man, we're supposed to do Christmas Day over there. Uh, and then my friend was my friend was in town, the one who's in Spain now, but was in Italy, who we stayed with. The one that graduated she, a year early. Yeah, the one that graduated a year, my college roommate. Um, she was in town, and we were trying to catch her before she flew out two days later back to Spain, you know? And her and the kid, Mickey had been wanting to see her. The, her kids had been wanting to see her. Then, you know, Mickey. So it was like. They wanted to see the baby. They wanted to see the baby. I'm like, how do we do this? Like, how do we make this work? It was like, Did you? that was stressful. Yeah, they had, um, they were at a, like, her family beach, beach house, house thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, cool. I mean, we were able to do it, but it was, it was, it was hard. But yeah, I, I want to get better at that. I want to get better at saying no and not feeling like... That's your resolution every year. Yeah, every year. <laughs> I tell him that. I don't know for how long I've had that resolution and I can never... Because sometimes, you know, some people are like people pleasers and I am too to an extent, but at the same time, some people think I'm flaky hmm. as a motherfucker sometimes because, hey, man, I got to go out of my way. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes we got shit popping and some sometimes even like my rap friends don't understand sometimes it's like last minute like hey man we're shooting a music video over here come through and it's like i've got a podcast that we're we need to and they're like what the fuck is that (laughs) you know what's funny i know this lady who for the longest she it didn't matter if you found her took quinceanera a baby shower a birthday party nothing her weekends were for her and her family because she said she worked monday through friday and so the only time she had time for her husband, her kids, was on the weekends. And those times are limited. And those times are precious, right? Yeah. And she says, like, I can die tomorrow. And and you were busy making people yeah, happy. Yeah. She was like, I was busy going to someone's kids. Dropping gifts and shit. So what she would do is she'd buy a gift, ask for their address, send the gift, and she went about her business. I like that. And I used guilt, to think like guilt free, guilt most free. importantly. Yeah. And I used, to, I used to, I, I told him I used to think like, oh, what a grouchy. You know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. so anti. Now I see why because we don't have a lot of time together. Look how much time we have to. Okay, we live together and we work together, but as far as quality time together, Ticket time. It's like two all that hours. Other shit starts to yeah. Cut in. So yeah. maybe two hours a, a day. I mean, I can last my, longer. But oh my <laughs> god, babe, jeez, boy, <laughs> joke. All right, I'm a comedian. I'm working on this. You gotta slide. Yeah, you gotta I gotta pass. do my homework. I gotta work that part DM of my brain. The last two hours of the of the day. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's that's all we get is that towards the end of the day. Sometimes it's funny. The babysitter will be like, well, "Why don't y'all go on a." date like during the day i'm like mm, well we have this 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 and that to do yeah. and then you're in my house so we can't just go to the bedroom <laughs> that's 
damn, she can't just go kick it. No, I used to get the same thing. So entrepreneurs are no, I mean, in that regard, no different because like, for instance, the past couple of years, I was working seven days a week, working nearly a hundred hours because once you're not even at the office, you're still working on the thing. Everybody yeah. knows that, right? And people are like, oh, come to this, come to that. Even fa family and friends, I just be like, can't, can't, can't. And if you got it, cool. If you didn't, then I guess we're not cool like that. Yeah. It is what it is. It's hard. I, I tell him sometimes, I'm like, man, I wish we had, I wish that on a Saturday I could wake up and be like, hey, babe, why don't we invite, you know, your family over for barbecue and let's just kind of hang out. And then it's like, yeah, what a good idea. And then it's like, hey, babe, but Saturday we still need to go do this. <laughs> And that needs to be done. What time do you think it can happen? You know, yeah. it's the suck. one thing we try to do now is once a month because we have like a core group of friends, and we'll try, we'll somebody will host the din uh, game night, dinner night, whatever oh, that's, at their place. That's dope. Once mm -hmm. a month, minimum. Try to do one day a month. Blue Apron. If you enter <laughs> promo code. Yeah, we got some of those coming. Muffler. Away. No. <laughs> promo code muffler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we we got Blue Aprons coming, and we have a Blue Apron card. Too. We have a gift card. My, we, the, my girlfriend who was in town. Oh, okay. So we need to figure out how it works. need to use it, it this month. Try to use it this month. We do so that we can see if we like it. Yeah. So you order it and it comes in the next day? I don't think it's the next day. I don't know. I've never, I've never used it. I've got the gift card, yeah. gift card sitting there and I've not yet I know people that use it. it and they dig it and it's because of the time constraint thing. You know, they don't have time to do the shopping or the whatever. They basically send you all the stuff I have not need. been into a grocery store since I've been pregnant. I only do what? curbside assistant or curbside, curbside pickup, pickup yeah. uh, at... um. H-E-B, if I go in there, it's literally because I forgot something and I wasn't able, I forgot to order it. But I've, ever since Pete's sister told me about it, it when I was pregnant, it was when that, um, there was a lot of the flu going around mm -hmm. and she was like, hey, you're pregnant, you should probably be careful, you know, because you can't take anything if you're sick, you know, you're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. She goes, I just tried curbside, you, sh you should look into it. I was like, oh, Okay. You open your trunk, oh, yeah. they put it in there, and you say, peace out. We've done it for the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, the best thing. But we, we still go to the We do it store. every day. It's pretty dope. <laughs> and, and we do it every time. And um, what, what, because for a little while, now I just mentally have yeah. a budget in my head. But for a while, I was kind of trying to follow the Dave Ramsey envelope system. Mm -hmm. So on there, it lets you see where you're at with your groceries because well, it'll be you're at $50, impulse, $60. Impulse yeah. buys. Because you know sometimes you go to the grocery store like sure. ooh let's get this. You're, walking, yeah. right. you're not walking down aisles you're typing in like eggs. Yeah well see Don's a like legit chef so she loves grocery shopping because she's been on like Master Chef a few times mm, and that kind man, of thing. that's crazy. I forgot yeah, all about she that. She needs to yeah. cook for I need to watch us. her episode. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah actually, you know what? Well, let's do a just... We should do a day night at our house. Watch party. But she comes and cooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Whatever, that's man. That's where it's going. That's where what it's do at. I need to buy? Yeah. That's like the babysitter. We're like, uh, Lisa, what do I need to buy you this week? Oh, <laughs> we'll you know what? Groceries? We'll do Thai food. We'll do homemade oh, egg rolls. Do the pad thai, the whole thing. Thai food. Wow. We'll do that. Yes. And we do Uber Eats too because yeah. that's uh, just convenient. Super yeah. Convenient. And again, sometimes just pay the little fee or whatever. Like even the grocery thing, because the most important thing. I'm I'm not saying like it's an expense everybody should incur, but time that's expensive. Yeah. And uh, shit, if you are gonna go do the grocery shopping for me and and I could get my study time, kick it time, then we cool. Hey, speaking of that, I just saw Walmart's new ad for curbside. Have you seen it? They've been doing it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But their Excuse new commercial me. is dope. They have like, they have a reference to like every movie from like the 80s to now. They have like, it's it's all like Transformers and Back to the Future and everybody from these different films are pulling up in the car from that movie. Oh. 
Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine, Knight Rider, you know, the, the Firebird, all these different things. Coolest commercial I've ever seen. I need to oh, see, I it. see it. Cool commercial, but it's still one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't it know. It all still comes from China and it's going to fall apart on you. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I do. Unless you want to sponsor the podcast, uh, yeah. in which case, it's just what's for free Walmart. That's what it is, curbside. It's what, what it's do for. Walmart. What yeah, for about? sure. Yeah, our, uh, so our babysitter will cook just lunch, and uh, she hooks it up. Yeah, but that's convenient. You know what's so nice of her? If she knows that Pete's going out of town if for she's work. Listening. Yeah, <laughs> if she's going out of town, she'll she'll say on Fridays. She'll be like. I left you this and I left you that so that, you know, you can have something to eat because I know your husband's not here. And you breastfeeding. And you breastfeeding and, you know, so and that you way you can nutrition. eat your food. And I'm like, oh, thank you. It's awesome. Left you some chicken salad. And, I left uh, some chicken salad. Some, so uh, it's, know, keep the beans in stock. I sometimes want to be just hugging and be like, you know what? You is the bomb, girl. You'd be like, I didn't want you at first, but you the best. Yeah. There's the uh, jalapenos and vinagre in the Tupperware. Yeah. There's, uh, Remember our little, I, I still vividly remember the conversation with Pete when he's like, no, I need you to find a babysitter ASAP, like today, not tomorrow. And so you were at town. I get, man, I get overwhelmed. Sometimes. And so then I'm like, calm down. We'll be fine. We don't need a babysitter. Everybody does it. There's working mom. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, you don't get it. He's like, you, you think you can do everything. He's like, you can't, you know And I'm like? <laughs> this tour's going to fall apart. Yeah. He's like, no, no. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. So he's like, I mean, like serious. So he's out of town. And he must have been serious because then he texts me later that day. So did you find someone? Did you call someone? I'm like, dang, how did he know I hadn't even done it? So I finally text this uh, lady that I know. And she's like, actually, I have someone for you. She's looking for a job. And so when I talked to her, I said, well, I was like, let me talk to my husband first. And then I'll see if you can come. And then I was that was my way of kind of pushing her away you know like i really didn't want it. and then i called him and i was <laughs> i was like really not trying to get one well then, otherwise the podcast would have like wah, wah, in the background yeah and then he was like so like, yeah tell her to come tomorrow i said welcome oh. to another episode of <laughs> wah, shh, shh, yeah 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 shh, shh. what did he, he say podcast shh, shh, shh. Well, do the host at night. Shh. when we were in studio b you could still hear every once in a while playing in the living room yeah studio b yeah oh it's hilarious some she, episodes you can hear the baby in the background she um it was and then he i told him i said hey um so she wants to come tomorrow what do you think he's like uh yeah she should have came yesterday and i was like <laughs> should have been here week ago. yeah i was like okay and i called her back i said so do you want to start monday she's like no i can start tomorrow if you want and i was like okay so she comes friday Hustler. i like it and i was like Mm-hmm. Big time she is, right, mm-hmm. babe? Yeah, and she's a hard worker. She's a hard worker, yeah. And she came, and we were like, cool. And she was like, I felt like I know I was making her uncomfortable because I was like watching her like a hawk. As I'm trying to work, I'm still like watching her. And she's like, I'm not letting her work. She's was, like, you know I cook pretty good. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, that's not how I do things. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was already like. But the, one of the coolest things, man, is just like the cultural thing of like, you know, the babies here you know growing up with like a very mexican upbringing like from the food to the sounds to like the cartoons were like oh shit all these spanish song cartoons and so i mean penny doesn't talk yet but but i don't think she understands Eng- yeah. like i don't think she understands english you gotta show Be- her boss baby <laughs> boss baby uh, boss baby on netflix or, or in it's spanish oh. no in english when you start showing her like English cartoons, and, and the reason when I, you I get don't to think, English, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not there yet, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't think she understands. Because sometimes I'll I'll say something like in English to her, and she's like, and then I talk Spanish, and 
And she'll just like start smiling like, <laughs> like oh, 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 okay, I get that. Oh, that's that. my tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what that means. She's funny, that's but I think frequency. that's uh I don't know why she don't get it. <laughs> my brain ain't getting it. Oh. <laughs> Throw something at you eventually. I made you sound like straight up trailer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cletus. Yeah, like yeah. My accent's not. I don't hear it. Skater. You hear it? No. I don't know how we're gonna fix See? them skater problems we got back there. <laughs> I mean, I hear little, little, you Sometimes. know, some words. Yeah, yeah. Little nuances. Say Wednesday. <laughs> Say it. Wednesday. You gonna say? You heard it, it Lily? Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> She's dead serious, dude. <laughs> Yeah, so the moral of the story, man, is you got to Deep have, in the heart of Texas. If, if 2019, right. if you're really trying to make 2019 work for you, you got to make sure your team is in place and you got your mind right. Have your ego in check. The ego is the enemy. You're not going to get anywhere. You're just It's going to lie to you. And you know what happens, too, with the ego, bro? It was January 3rd, January 4th. I was getting momentum because I started doing my um, my easy, easy habit changes, like, water first thing i don't drink enough water I, way too much coffee but like water first thing just it's a mental thing it's the app i'm doing so i'm getting a little bit of momentum i'm having the right the right mindset and the ego knows he's like a little devil on your shoulder he knows fuck if he gets his shit together finally and gets that momentum and keeps january 3rd like this throughout then he's not gonna need us anymore so we better like self-sabotage so I, I might have picked a fight with Soli that day or something, but that's the ego. That's the ego, and f it's based on fear and just insecurities and mm -hmm. all that. And you got to kill that motherfucker, bro. Because 2019, Latino is fuck tour. You know what I'm saying? We putting in the work because the ego is in check. Hey. You know, and if you want to consider yourself comp competition with me, you can. But you know, whoever, if, if you're one of those people, then you need to pay attention to what we got going on and, and ch maybe check your ego. Cause that's fucking you up. Cause we got our egos in check. That's why we winning. So Latinos fuck tour 2019 first day already sold out. Shout out, shout out to Salt Lake City. And we putting in the work, man. We coming in with some heat. You know. You should also say get your tickets as soon as because some of them aren't. Uh, the links aren't up yet. But if they're up yet, you might as well get them because these shows are gonna sell out months in well, advance. Well, actually, I uh, I had to make some corrections on the Eventbrite, and I noticed that Midland, Texas, the ticket sales are pretty good. And sure, we did like the the main announcement with all the dates, but we haven't gone in like specifically for all of them because they're, they're further down. But hey, shout out to Midland. I see y'all. It's, it's been be good. Yeah. Waco. And that's why at every show when I post pictures, I always thank the fans mm -hmm. and I, I seriously, like I'm not just saying this, but you know, he has some of the best fans because mm -hmm. they're super duper oh, supportive. Yeah. They're I'm like, lucky. yeah. Two yeah. podcasts that already have, you know, the, the tour in the cities ahead of it, two email drops, and then the social media work that's been done so far, and take it, you know, they're already trickling mm -hmm. in. The visuals, executing visuals, and we're going to execute the jokes as well. Hey. So not only do we make it look easy, the shit's going to be amazing, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know? So I don't want to talk too much shit. Like, bro, we kind of got our shit together, man, and you might want to peep me. It's going to be a good Big year. year. Big vision, mm -hmm. big vision, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" I'm be like, "Bro, I told you already. We did the homework. We put in the work. We we got our coaches in place. We got our study hall. We don't have a life. We don't have an ego. <laughs> Can't have an ego, bro. It's going it's gonna get in the way. Nice. Okay. Closing thoughts for the podcast. Uh, Soul is like you said yeah. that ten times. <laughs> uh, closing thoughts, man. It's it's early in the year. Let's stay focused. You know, we're trying to bring y'all the best podcast possible. And uh, we appreciate 
you know, just just being here with us, man, because otherwise I'm a crazy person talking to myself. So yeah. thankfully, Rob, have have uh, you know how I, I always ask at the end, guys, please rate us. Yes. Let review, us know how we subscribe. doing. Review and subscribe. Has anyone said like what? And I always ask what you want to see more of, what you want to see less of. Does anybody ever say like? see more of this or these suck no let's make more of a push to to find that out because everybody just seems to love what we put out no matter okay, what okay yeah let's well I, when you I, got I, the stroller everyone seems to love to hunt uh, so maybe they want to <laughs> see you might get some that's comments. the new cover art for the show <laughs> <laughs> you comment her with the stroller white yoga pants pink hair in oh third ward walking third through the sidewalk <laughs> with a big old bob stroller <laughs> that's so funny speaking of actually i'm going to the podcast app right now which if you have itunes it's really easy to leave a review uh, it seems like there's 10 more reviews than the last time, 10 more ratings than last time we actually recorded. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'll say it again, guys. And um, thank you guys for listening and for taking the time to download these episodes. And please rate us, subscribe, and leave yeah. us a comment. Let us know what you want to hear more of, less of. Do you like it to be well, us as a unit? Do you prefer it just being Chingo and Rob? Hey, all that well, is one good thing, information. One thing for sure. Is we're gonna be here every week. We're gonna be consistent, and uh, you know, like she said, we appreciate you guys just being a part of the journey and just getting that. Because obviously, we talk a lot about the behind the scenes stuff, like you know, the backyard. Just we just painted the fence, all that stuff. And um, because we're all in this together, man. We're we're regular folk, and we want the same shit y'all want to. I listen to podcasts. How maybe y'all listen to podcasts, and we just want to be the one y'all can count on. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, one of your favorites will be here. Hey. Hey. Cool. No, I'm talking about. And with that, we out here. Peace. Peace.